0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.
1: The following is a Sweet Truth media production and may not be suitable for all audiences. Brothers and sisters, get around! It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth.
2: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast. My name is Billy Dees. The co-host, as always, is Sugar Shane. What's going on, man? Uh, Nothing much, man. How you doing? I'm doing okay. With us, as always, is Jack Casey. What's going on, Jack?
0: Not much, guys. I guess I'm rejoining the workforce next Thursday.
2: Congrats. Awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Now, Congratulations on that. That's always a... Um uh, can be a fun time, you know, starting something new. Um, just to let the audience know, if you've never heard our program before, we are on live twice a week Monday night at eleven PM Eastern Standard Time and then again on Thursday night at eleven PM Eastern Standard Time. You can check us out live on Spreaker. And again that's the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. And anytime your little heart desires. You can catch us on demand on Spreaker and iTunes as well. All right, uh, Monday night. Uh, I'll guess I'll start with Jack. Obviously, starting a new gig, so that's good for you. Anything else exciting happen over the weekend?
0: Yeah, no, not really. Went to the Cleveland Zoo uh, with oh, my really? mom, and um, then went back to Ashville and uh, took care of the cats, with their nails and their uh, oh. their flea medication. So both of them hate me now. Yeah. And the boy it was really funny. He, uh, me and my mom and Quinn are sitting in the living room, and he came in afterwards and just had his ears back, just like staring at my mom, like you cold-hearted witch, how yeah. did you do this to me? So she tried to play with his feather toy, and he just like kind of oh, looked at her and then just ran yeah. away. Just having a little silent temper tantrum. It was really funny.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they'll do that. Uh, fortunately, my cats aren't too bad. There, you I mean you have to catch them at the right time. I, I've learned that you got to catch them when they're sleepy, okay. And uh, they, they don't put up as as much of a, a, a of a fight when you're trying to trim their nails. When they're active, they're they're going to fight you. You know, they, yeah, they don't like that. Yeah.
0: We found that we had to catch the girl first because if we catch the boy first, she catches wind of what's going on, then hides under yeah. the couch in the basement, and she's like impossible to catch. So. We uh we have to get her first from now on, and when she sees the towel that I wrap her up in too, like she'll start to freak out. I mean, they're smart cats. Like they oh, figure yeah. out how to open stuff. Like they teach each other things. It's it's really wow. kind of bizarre. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Shane, what were you up to, man? What, what was your weekend uh, like? I worked all weekend, dude.
1: Oh. Uh. I I, wo- I worked six days in a row, and I had to I had to get, which is not that bad, but I had to switch with somebody for Thursday. I'm going to be working now instead of being off because uh i had to have a day off man i was gonna be nine in a row if i had if i didn't get them to switch so they switched with me so i I was off today but uh i got a lot of work done got some stuff done around here that i needed to get done so
2: yeah yeah well that's good other than that nothing
1: spectacular as far as what i did
2: over the weekend but nothing spectacular i I mean I'm, i'm with you there i'm with you there Um, I call the show Game of Nerds, because I'll tell you why. Obviously, a big night if you're you're a Game of Thrones fan. Uh, We want no spoilers here. No, we won't talk about that. But uh, also, at the same time, and I'm sure, Shane, this has got to be on your list, this Endgame, Avengers, or whatever that is. uh, I take it that this is on your list of things to do?
1: Yeah, I'm probably going to go sometime this week, if not this weekend. Okay. So yeah, yeah, I want to see yep. it. I've I've heard a lot my my brother now, he called me up when the movie was over. He went and saw it. And he told me, he said, Man, I'm not gonna spoil nothing for you. He said, But you know me. He said I've been a uh Dark Knight Rise or the Dark Knight, whichever, the second one of the Batman movies with the Joker. That's been his favorite yeah. comic book movie since since it came out.
2: That is he, a good one, sure.
1: He said, Man, he said, I'm gonna tell you. He said this is better than that one. He said, this gets a 10 out of 10. He says, it's that really? damn good, yeah. Uh, yeah. So
2: It broke records uh, on opening night. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a great movie. But, right. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. It, um, uh, I guess it opened really big, like a, like a billion dollars worldwide or something like that. Oh, it was
1: well anticipated ever since the last movie ended because it left you hanging. Oh, okay. Yeah, the last movie leaves you hanging to where you've got to see the next movie to catch, you know, what's going on. It's kind of like Lord of the Rings. You know, the ring don't get there till you get to the end, you know, the third movie. Right. So it's kind of like that. I thought and it was really like- funny.
0: I was watching, I was on a Reddit earlier, and somebody put up a picture of, like, something their professor had put on the whiteboard, and it said, uh, if I even hear the word Avengers, I'm, uh, fl- or I'm failing you out, and I'm reporting you as an ISIS agent.
2: <laughs> That's funny. The, yeah. <laughs> um... Also, Game of Thrones. Now, did you check that out, uh, Shane? I haven't
1: seen it yet. I'm probably going to watch it tomorrow night, uh, most likely after our show tomorrow night. uh, Because uh, I haven't had a chance to yet. But uh, I know I've heard, uh, the only thing I've heard, and it's not really a spoiler because I already knew something was going to happen. But the only thing I've heard is some people were kind of pissed off because they had some, you know, the scenes were a little bit graphic. I'm like, and then some people were complaining because it was dark. Okay, first of all. It was. First of all, it's graphics, okay. Graphic, okay. Well, it's a war for God's sake. It's an HBO cable show. What do you expect, man? They're not going to be like out there shooting Nerf guns at one another. It's going to be gruesome. And then the second thing is it's dark. Well, guess what? You're in winter at night. What do you think? They can't have a broad day sun shining down on you, man. They're trying to make it look realistic.
2: I mean... Well. Yeah, I don't, have any, I don't have an issue with the violence for all the reasons you just said. Right. However, um, I, I did feel that it was a little dark. Oh, okay. I, I, read, I, I read some other uh, reviews, and uh, one of the uh, film guys seemed uh, to say that had it been a big screen movie, dark scenes go over much better because you have a bigger screen and with more light involved. When you have television, obviously you have a, uh, a smaller area. And uh, the dynamics of how that work from a video standpoint are a little different. That
1: could be true because so you think of the yeah. Dark Knight that we were mentioning earlier. That's a pretty dark movie. Most of that movie yeah. is pretty dark, but you can't really tell it when you see it on a big screen. So that's probably true. I could see that.
2: Yeah, yeah and they, they disguised a lot of the special effects with darkness and smoke every time that... Uh, uh, well, what was he the king, the the night king? Uh, every time he was around. Uh, so I mean, you know, they did. It is what it is. I felt that it was kind of hard to follow at times because okay. of the fact. It was, yeah, but that's my opinion. Uh, apparently, some of the critics said the same thing. And here again, you know, everybody takes something a little different. Uh, you could make the argument from an artistic standpoint. They wanted it that way. Uh, like you said, it's like battle, and a lot of times, you know, the details of what's happening during a battle do get lost. So, uh, you know, you, 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 go at it, could go at it either way, but, uh, obviously a big night, my wife was on the edge of her, seat. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure, I'm sure it picking. had
1: some, I'm sure it had some surprises.
2: Yeah, and uh, they, um, you know, they would always threaten. They would lead you to believe that well, that a key character was going to get uh, killed, and then oh, keep Lord. you on edge oh,
1: to God. I'm gonna so, be a, I'm going to be a nervous wreck when I watch this thing tomorrow night. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I recommend the series for a cable program. It is groundbreaking. There's no doubt about that. Oh yeah, 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 and uh, yeah, I would uh, <clears throat> definitely uh, recommend that you check that out. No spoilers here again. Okay. I know some of you guys, uh, at least one of you guys, uh, noticed this post on my Facebook page. But I, it, it's uh, something i got to talk about. As you as you know, I have been in the audio business for a long time. As a matter of fact, before I had a driver's license, I was earning money wiring stuff up. Wow. And uh, uh, so I've, I've, I've been in the audio-related business for a long time. Uh, most of my... Full time career over the years has been in associated industries. And I gotta tell you, this is a first. This is an absolute first. Alright. There are now tampon shaped speakers to, yeah. help un- <laughs> to help unborn babies listen to music. Now, I this is they're called baby pods. Oh, yeah. All right. And uh, this is a, this was on uh, 19 News, but it's been all over the Internet. Uh, these are silicone hyperallergenic FDA-approved devices that, according to studies, and that can mean a lot of things, but according to studies, helps babies vocalize. And uh, they say that moms-to-be can start using these at about... 16 weeks of hmm. pregnancy. Now, I gotta tell you, um, I, 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 I don't know what to say about this. I, I the, Some of these studies may indicate that there's some merit to this, but this is a classic case of, you know, human beings, mammals, have been giving birth <laughs> for <laughs> a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Long time. There has never been a need to pump sound <laughs> into that area. No. Um, so I'm not sure that this is something. Well, the thing about it
1: is, if I did believe that, that maybe, you know, if they listen to Beethoven kids that come out being Harvard graduates at 12, I would, yeah. you know, I would still be afraid of the opposite of what somebody might be playing in their kid. And I'd be playing on music yeah, about kill my ki- kill my dog and slaughter my mama or whatever the hell they play, you know. <laughs> they yeah, got well, some. Yeah, but if they're playing
2: something like that, hey, what's the, key... what the effect is going to be no matter what it is? Give birth yeah, to the what's... Antichrist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I said earlier that they should play nothing but Norwegian black metal to see if the baby was born
2: with a pentagram birthmark. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that was funny.
0: That
2: was and good. Uh... Oh, yeah, that's funny. And uh, I, I just, like I said, it's, uh, <laughs> it's amazing to me what people dream up to do. Oh. Now, how was how, how this, pardon the pawn here, but how was this ever conceived?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Some people may, ask. some people, they
1: actually uh, believe it. listening to the kid, listening to music, and I'm sure the baby can hear music. I'm pretty sure of that. Um, it's pretty much. I think they've actually somewhat shown that because of the heartbeat raise or whatever the case may be. Because I mean, if you put speak, yeah. if you put music up to the your belly, it's going to hear something through the stomach. Now, of course, it's not going to notice whether you're reading a daily newspaper or playing whatever. It don't know nothing from nothing. So, I mean, the effect that it has on the baby kind of leaves me to wonder. You know what I mean? Whether they yeah, hear it- whether they hear or not. Yeah, I do believe they hear something, but. Yeah. But to think that that has any effect, I don't know. You know, the kid, the baby can't conceive a thought in order to really understand what's going on.
2: Well, well, here's a disclaimer for you. We, we, we here at the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth do not endorse. No, nor do we recommend playing the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth for your unborn child yeah. through vaginal <laughs> means.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there's a third of a chance that they'll turn out like me.
1: It's a third of a chance that'll come out sounding like you a damn redneck. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, when I saw this thing, I, I immediately thought of those um, those women who order the quote-unquote back massagers. Like, yeah. oh, no, it's not really uh, what you think it is. It's, I, I really do massage my back with it, winky-winky, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, I'll tell you what. You, I mean, I suppose you could ask around to, to maybe your wives or your female friends. Maybe feedback feels really great. I don't know. Um, but it's not something that I would recommend doing. This is this isn't something that would be at the top of my list. No. Uh, but you know what? If you follow these studies, and as long as it's safe, yeah, I really, uh, we can talk about the benefits one way or the other as part of any conversation. But it, as long as whatever you're attempting um, is safe and is not going to harm anything, that's that's yeah. the point. And I, I uh. You know, research it and make a decision for yourselves. Now, as a contrast to this, I find this really, you know, people are, I guess, doing this. This is something they're doing. And at the same time, somebody somewhere decided that getting your kids vaccinated against the measles was a bad
1: idea. Yeah, I don't know where that thought came from
2: um measles outbreaks now across the country now from what i understand we're located in ohio for for those uh, of our listeners that listen around the world but so far in ohio we have been spared there has not been a significant rise in measles so far and i say so far uh but around the country Measles are at the highest levels in 25 years, and you know what's great
0: too is we almost had it eradicated in the early 2000s. Thanks, Jenny yeah. McCarthy. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's uh, I, I don't understand the, um, and I'm I'm, I'm really going to say ignorance here. Um, you, you know this is, this self and you know what? A lot of babies that, and this is what I feel really bad about, a lot of babies that are too young to be vaccinated are getting the measles now because people around them aren't getting their kids vaccinated. And for those of you that may not know, measles is no joke. It's not just little spots. Uh-uh. I mean, you can have some bad things happen to you, including death. Yeah, it's worse than it chickenpox. pox. It's worse it can chicken cause pox.
0: scarring and all that, too.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it can cause problems with your, you know, with with your senses and all kinds of things. Yeah. So, so, uh, th- yeah, I, this is no joke. And, uh, l- like I said, I don't know what's next now. I hope you I know, are, are we, we going to have a, uh, uh, you know, leper colonies? Yeah. Um, because you no, know, the antibiotics are, are overused. <laughs> you know, it's just nuts. Antibiotics. <laughs> just about...
0: Colony in the middle of the ocean. We can some. be like, "Hey, do you want to have your kids vaccinated?" They say no. Yeah. We just like ship them to the middle of the ocean.
2: Yeah, yeah. Some, that
0: garbage patch. Some antibiotics,
1: know. man. They 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 ain't worth a damn to some people because they, they don't affect them anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's another thing. The antibiotics have been overused. Yeah, but, but the idea that we're just going to let people get sick now yeah. is, uh, you know, that's uh, I, I, the whole thing is just nuts with these vaccinations. And I've said this before. A lot of people do criticize the flu vaccine, and there are times admittingly okay that the, the vaccine from one year to another is more effective than another, and sometimes not very much at all sometimes there's as little as twenty five percent but here's the deal: the flu is very hard to predict, and oh, yeah. it, as it travels across the the globe, it changes, and what what the uh vaccinations are intended to do they're basically the best guess as to what the vaccination should be now that does not mean that it's going to give you the flu and it does not mean that other types of vaccinations like measles which have been well established and are fixed are not effective that is absolutely ridiculous okay and um Like you're saying, some of this, uh, some of these well discredited reports about autism and all these other diseases that are coming, uh, that that seem to be associated with this stuff, naturally. And here's the catch: naturally, just about anything that you do in terms of a vaccination, or in terms of any preventative medicine, including taking aspirin, has the potential for some people to have an adverse effect.
0: Yeah, yeah. With aspirin,
2: you get Ray's syndrome. If you take too much of it and and the point is though the greater good is that the vast majority of these diseases would be eradicated by now if we just would have stuck with the vaccination program so anyway uh that is what it is i don't know what to say about that they'll play music uh you know <laughs> In yeah. the most intimate parts of their body, but they they won't get their child vaccinated after. Yeah, that. yeah.
0: Well, the whole uh, rise of autism thing too is that it's just more widely uh, diagnosed now because we have yeah. a more set, like stringent set of symptoms for it. Yeah. And uh, and more high functioning people who are diagnosed autistic. Well, I mean, twenty thirty years ago they would have had the same condition. It's just that they would have just been thought as like the weird kid.
2: Yeah, yeah. they were called. No, sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So well, that's how freaks people, came about. I think a lot of these people like know somebody, or they have, you know, a, a child that's autistic, and instead of saying, "Oh, well, you know, I guess these things happen," uh, they just try and find something else to blame for it. Unfortunately, yeah. blaming vaccines for it kind of screws the rest of us.
2: Yeah, well like I said uh, l- let's say you're going to debate the point about autism being associated with vaccinations and that's fine that's your right but what it's resulting in now is if it hasn't happened already potential deaths of children from of diseases that were 100% preventable
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> And so we're going to bring back polio next is that going to be the cool exactly.
2: disease? Yeah. yeah well what's what's uh, yeah what's next?
0: Yeah, because yeah. polio hasn't been completely eradicated.
2: I mean, it's still around. Sure, yeah, which is scary.
0: Yeah,
2: you know, it's scary. Uh,
1: Does adults need shots?
2: They say now. I don't. This is something you you should look up from a you know an established uh, medical information uh, site or what have you, or ask your doctor. Yeah. Uh, the, but if, if you were vaccinated, I, I'm pretty sure, like, in the, in the 1960s or the early 70s, you might need a booster. Um, but since then, I guess there is a two-shot thing that's pretty much for life. And But you, you have to know that you, got, that you got vaccinated with that new style of vaccination. Um,
1: the reason why I'm they, asking is I'm going to New York in October. And yeah. that's supposed to be a heavy damn place. It's supposed to be getting hit with it. And
2: well, you you could ask your doctor, and from what I understand, now, ask your doctor, I'm, I'm going to say this You know, 50 million times, ask your doctor, ask oh, your yeah, doctor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from what I understand, the, the, if there's any doubt in your mind, they'll just give you a booster, and that's it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think I probably was vaccinated, but do I have my records? And I don't even know what doctor I would have saw, to be honest right. with you. So I don't have a clue. Man. Well, if you talk yeah.
0: to your local health department, too, a lot of times they'll do it for, like, very low cost or for free. Oh, okay. Well, so I can, just stop I, can there it, and,
1: I can get it through Christina's work.
0: Right. I'm just saying, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. it, it, for all of our listeners out there, if you're not really sure and you don't want to go spend 150 bucks on a doctor copay, um, just go to your local health department. And uh, usually someone there is very knowledgeable, and you can get the shot either cheap or free.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm just lucky. I married a,
0: a I'm, lot of people assume yeah. that, the, that the health department just, like, you know, covers nasty restaurants and stuff like that. But that's not true. Oh, no. We do I a, a whole a, wide range of things. When
1: so. I was a kid, that's what I When I was living with my mother before I moved in with my aunt and uncle, I used to have to go to the health department. So that's how I was it okay. I went to school with holes in my jeans, dirt on them. Yeah. I, I, was, I, I was raised when I first started out. Man, my mama would buy, you know, I love my mama. But she just made some bad choices, you know, back when she was younger. So I don't want to really go into all that. Sure. But, but, yeah, I just, you know, I, I, I know how it's like to be, like, really poor and I could have good, decent money, so.
0: Right. Well, I'm just saying a lot of people don't know that. Oh, so no, no, no. spreading knowledge no. out
1: there. Yeah, I had to go to them. I remember going to it. I remember it was plain as day. But uh, yeah, I didn't know it at the time, but that's what it was. When I got older and started, you know, made up to know what things were and I knew what the building was, I was like, oh, I went there when I was a kid,
2: you know. But. Yeah. Well, you know, all I can tell you is, is consult medical professionals and be on top of this stuff. And anything that you do, vaccinations or anything that you do has the potential for a side effect or, or the potential for a bad reaction. Um, but in the big scheme of things, vaccinations are very safe, and they could prevent a a potentially fatal disease, one hundred percent. I it, it's really unbelievable that ki- that kids are being exposed to potentially fatal diseases that are one hundred percent preventable, and and this is two thousand nineteen, right. So, anyway, um, this is uh, interesting, and this is kind of on the, on, on the subject of nerds, uh, although if NASA did find one, it would be beyond the scope of nerds, that's for sure. Um, NASA is going to be, a, and some partners, are going to be um, having some mock simulations of what they would do if they found a, a killer asteroid heading towards the Earth. Mm. Um, you, you know, what would be interesting about this is it's one thing if they found an asteroid and it was like going to be here in two hours, which is very unlikely. Yeah. Okay. But um, what would be even more interesting would be if they found a, a potentially killer asteroid that was going to be here in 15 years. What would that do to... And let's say this asteroid was so horrible. It was like three times the size of Mount Everest.
1: Right. That would okay. be, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be
2: catastrophic. And, 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 and the impact was going to be so great that it was going to be an extin- extinction-level event. Yeah. Now, what would be interesting about that is what kind of a missile or something could we design in that amount of time? And then the other thing would be what would the rest of society do? All right. I mean, would there, would there oh, be lawlessness God. or people quitting school? Um, what, what, what would you say? I'll, I'll pick on you on this one, Jack. What would you say would, the reaction would be?
0: Well, the very first thing that would happen is the party that was in power contending for power would probably blame the asteroid on the other party.
2: <laughs> yeah, you go. It's yeah. Obama's fault. He yeah. should have found it ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: honestly, I, I think that we would probably come together on something like that, though. Um and I mean, we could blow up entire countries. I don't see why we couldn't take an asteroid out. To yeah. be honest, I mean if if nothing else, like not necessarily vaporize it, but break it into small chunks,
2: yeah. or get so it that off, it
0: Won't devastate everything.
2: Yeah, or get it off course. That's that's one of the the right. suggestions. Yeah. Um. Uh, that, that that would be interesting. That that would be interesting. Is Shane any uh, ideas on that one?
1: Uh, far as the. Potential for us to, you know, get rid of it and take care of it. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, if... What would, in,
2: happen, what would happen if people knew that the world was going well, to that's what I'm, no, I, Yeah, I'm just saying that as far as
1: us being able to do it, as far as, destroy, you know, knocking it off course, or destroying whatever we ended up deciding to do, I think if we were given 15 years and technology we have now, I think if push came to shove, yes, we could possibly do something. But I'm not as optimistic as Jack on the human nature aspect well okay. I think well I think you'll have groups that of course join together and everything and kumbaya and all that kind of stuff that'll happen because you know they'll all they'll all want to be united and all that and that's great but you will still have that criminal element of society that they will rise up and they will so do things. Like it might be closer to it might be closer to the end of the 15 years when you know, like, we got a year to go, and NASA says we still haven't figured anything out yet, you know, yeah, then yeah, it could be closer to that end. I'm not saying it would start yeah. right at you know the clock ticking, but yeah, if it came closer to the end, and criminal element, yeah, they'd go for they'd well, go mean, for juggler to get everything they possibly could before they went out.
0: Think about it this way, though. I mean, if we had a an asteroid that was coming toward us, and um, it was also something that a bunch of people could get rich off of with all the materials and everything on it. I mean, you yeah. would think that you know private companies would be the first ones oh, to send yeah. ships up there and mine the crap out of it and then divert it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. A, I'm not
1: yeah, I'm not saying it won't couldn't be destroyed because I think it could be. I'm just saying if it came closer and closer and closer, I think that criminal element would rise up. Yeah. It's just it's just it really in their de- nature.
2: Yeah, it really depends on, on what it was made of. Um, and, you know, something the way the way I described it, you know something that was three times the size of Mount Everest, and if it was a, some really hard, like metalish type material, and uh, with that much momentum, you, you you would be you would really be up against it. You know you'd be you know trying to stop something that was enormous traveling at right. goodness knows how many tens of thousands of miles an hour, faster than a bullet. You know, um, so it, it's it's hard to say. It makes an interesting. Uh, you know question um and but uh hopefully we won't be finding out so i right. often wonder i've often wondered why they never allocated more uh money into searching the skies for this type of thing because we've had some close calls now i've been um uh, i've been actually been out to meteor crater out in arizona i don't know if you've ever heard about that place yeah I have. Uh, mm-hmm. okay but it's a it's a giant crater that was formed about fifty thousand years ago and as a matter of fact uh, when they first found this, uh, cr- well, no, I shouldn't say when they first found it. When they started studying it, they weren't sure what it was at first, uh, because there was nothing geologically around that area that would have made that hole. Mm. I thought it was and, the fifty
0: million year old, or something like that. It's only mm-hmm. fifty thousand years old.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's only about fifty thousand. Yeah, we can huh. Google it real quick. Yeah, you you got your computer there? Yes, yeah, I'm uh, pretty sure it's fifty thousand.
0: What's it called again? Arizona?
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's called uh, Meteor Crater in Arizona. And, um,
0: uh, hold on a second
2: yeah, it's a relatively recent um, phenomenon um, my guess is that if it was 50 million years old it would be uh, covered over by erosion and other things by now no, yeah no, you're, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, about you're right it was
0: 50,000 years
2: ago yeah 50,000 okay but anyway uh, yeah I was out there boy this was a long time ago I was actually a pretty young boy when I was out there and I'm telling you that's a big hole and, and this was not something that was extinction level. I mean, this was something that was pretty bad for the area. Um, but uh, uh, that was uh, a big hole. So I have an appreciation for uh, uh, you know, the, the power of those things. And I would, Anybody that goes out to Arizona for whatever reason, it's, it's pretty easy to find. Um, and and uh, I, I would strongly, it's a very interesting thing to check out. Very According to
0: the wiki, the object that did the crater was a nickel-iron meteorite about 160 feet, or 50 meters, across. The speed of the impact has been a subject of some debate. Uh, modeling initially suggested that the meteorite struck at up to 45,000 miles per hour.
1: Jeez! But,
0: but more recent research suggests the impact was substantially slower at about
1: 29,000
0: miles oh, per hour. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is you. 40- <laughs> it is believed that half of the impactor's bulk was vaporized through its uh, descent through mm. the atmosphere, and the impact energy has been estimated at about ten megatons. Mm.
2: Yeah, the
1: only twenty. It was a big boom.
2: Data. Yeah, yeah, it was a big boom. Uh, very interesting place to check out. Uh, do do so if, if if you get a chance.
1: Yeah, hey, i like see th-
2: it. Th- yeah, a couple of things here, real quick. Um, uh, this surprised me. I was very saddened by this, John Singleton who uh, you might remember from uh, Boys in the Hood, that was one of his first big movies, and he was a very young director. Yeah, he went with 51, I think. 50, well, yeah, back then, he went, when when, he got, when the movie came out, he was very young, he was in yeah. his early 20s, yeah. And uh, uh, but here, uh, 51 years old, very young, had a massive stroke. mm and at the time we we started this podcast, uh, I'm not sure that that he's been pronounced dead yet. However, I believe he was scheduled to be taken off life support today.
1: Oh, I think he died because I uh, I saw a post about it. That he had okay, pay, pay, I believe. We could, if somebody could confirm it, that'd be a, 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 I mean, good. But yeah, I, what I, was I don't know. What's
2: this guy's name again? John Singleton, and. Uh, I mean, just a young guy having something like that happen, man. That's fifty-one. Young yeah. Chicken. As of six
0: years ago, he was pronounced, or six hours ago, he was pronounced dead.
2: Yeah. Oh, you okay. Yeah. Let's uh, yeah. Um, you know, that's. You know, it really brings home how short life is. Yeah. And 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 you never know um, when your time is going to be up. Yep. Yeah. You know, um, and. Uh, to be at what, in modern times, I would have to say your 30s, 40s and 50s, right in there, that 30 year period is kind of like your prime, that's when you're not too young, yeah. you know, you you uh, have your, uh, uh, you know, you have some experience, you have some knowledge, but in the same time, you're not too old. You know, that's that's kind of like, in modern times, that 30 year time frame there, that's kind of like when, when, when it's your prime of life. And, uh, to have that uh, extinguished uh, seemingly so instantly is, you um, it's very worrisome because that could happen to anybody. Yeah.
0: yeah so he was uh, 24 when he was nominated for the Academy Award for Best Director, and he was yeah. the first uh, African American and youngest person to ever have been nominated for it. Wow.
2: Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. That. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and he's been involved in a number of other projects. I couldn't name off what they all are, but uh, uh, he's um, yeah, he's gone, and that's a shame. Uh, I remember when Boys in the Hood came out. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was, uh, yeah, that was an interesting time period. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, one more uh, thing here to discuss. We're in our closing third of our program. Uh, <laughs> You kind of mentioned this, Shane, on our last program that Joe Biden is now a, uh, a candidate along with uh, roughly, uh, I don't know, 20-some-odd 20, 20 some odd Democrats. And uh, I want to kind of throw this to you, uh, Jack, because I know you follow. Uh, you're kind of a politico. You know, you follow politics. And what, what I find interesting is I find the tone and, and this, this is kind of a cliché term in the mainstream media. But I find the tone that they're talking about Joe Biden about now is a little different. And here's what I mean. When he was vice president, and as far as the quote-unquote mainstream media goes, the Obama administration was treated fairly well.
1: Yeah.
2: And... Uh, I mean, they had some down moments, but for the most part, the mainstream media was was very kind to the Obama administration. So um, I, I kind of feel that when he was part of that administration, he was kind of protected by that umbrella, mm-hmm. a- and and a lot of the good th- uh, crazy. Oddball things that he would say or do was kind of hey 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 that's Joe you know it was he's Obama's sidekick he's a funny guy yeah you know, uh, and, and now um, there's a different sting you know there, there's a little spin on on some of the things uh, that he's done and said lately yeah that isn't as friendly. So what I'm wondering is, is um, in this political climate, how long can his style of politician uh, be successful? And, and I was wondering, I'll start with you on this, Jack, because you follow these, you know, things pretty closely. I wonder if you had any uh, uh, any analysis of this.
0: Well, if you look at it, uh, the party in power is the other party right now, yeah, and the presidency is taken a lot more seriously than the vice presidency. So I think that's why you're seeing a lot more like cold questions, stuff like that, rather than you know just covering his gaffes and all that.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know. I haven't read a whole lot of articles on it. I just kind of knew that he was running, but um, it would make sense that you're going to have more um, attack dogs on him too. You know, given Trump's in power and yeah. Republicans have the Senate. I mean, it's just, when uh when Obama was in office, you know, it was. It was a little bit more lighthearted. I think the past few years, it's a lot of the press has taken
2: a oh, yeah. lot more I of think, a
0: dark turn.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's been very contentious. There's absolutely no doubt about that.
0: And uh, also, a lot of ahead. these uh, news outlets are getting more and more of their information from places such as like such as Reddit or such as um, yeah. As opposed to a few years ago, when you saw a lot more actual journalism, not you know this is what these assholes on the internet said.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I
0: think that's another big part of it.
2: You know, I, I kind of um, wondered too. Some of these news organizations seems like seems like they watch each other so much that they yeah. get their news right. from
0: other news. You know, well, I've seen yeah. articles that were verbatim, like copied and pasted from one to the other. I mean, it, you see that a lot more now than you did a few years ago. And I don't know if it's like more of a product of laziness or more of a product of like a lot of these places He's don't the pay enough to get competent reporters. Yeah. Probably, yeah. some,
1: probably some of them just use, like if it's Fox, they probably just use the same re- report and they just mass produce it for the, all the networks. It's probably why it's the same one over and over again.
0: Well, another thing, too, is that a lot of media is more and more consolidated these days, too, especially after Sinclair bought out. Some oh, yeah, local yeah, that's local the a problem.
2: Yeah, there's three companies that own everything. Yeah. So yeah. when you get
0: more of a streamlined um, media, like Empire, I guess you could call it, uh, you're not going to see... Is much difference in opinion, so therefore it's going to reflect even more. Not only the people who own the company itself, but the people in power who are going to be more likely to give you information. Mm. So I, yeah, at least that's my theory. I,
2: yeah, no, and I do want to say correct.
0: though, with uh, Joe Biden, um, he was the product of, or yeah, he was the product of some of the funniest Onion articles I've ever read in my entire life. Oh,
2: I can imagine.
0: It, just look up Diamond Joe on a uh, on the Onion's website. And they make him out to be, like, this two-bit criminal who, like, runs with biker gangs and, like, hangs out at strip clubs and all this other stuff. <laughs> like, there was one uh, where he woke up in the morgue for, like, the second time in six months. And there was another one he was freaking out trying to find an exact replica of the Obama's dog. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I would love That's to see funny. Joe come back just because I would get more Onion articles like that out of it. Um,
2: yeah, but, yeah. I don't know, well, it's we'll-
0: interesting times, man
2: interesting times boy that's a that's a mouthful there Shane you got any uh, words well, on this
0: in the Discworld series by the way there's a there's a curse that people say to each other um, may you live in interesting times
2: yeah well that's we're cursed
1: yeah um, my opinion is uh, I don't know about all the what they're doing you know of course there's going to be mud slang and there's going to be stuff happening there as far as that goes but I'm going to be honest I'm going to shock a lot of people when I say this Cause i'm not a trump supporter but when it comes down to it i don't know the for sure that joe biden could out debate donald trump and i don't yeah. mean that in a bad way i know john joe biden can give a good speech that's not what i'm saying and he's a great speaker that's not what i'm saying but when it comes time for a debate and you got to cut the jugglers i think donald trump can do it a lot better and whoever goes against him is going to have to be able to go up against him good because now, yeah, me and you, we see through the BS. Yeah. But the people that are diehard Trump supporters, all that's going to do is fuel their fire. They're not going to see him as arrogance. They're going to see him as the hero.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, if I was a, an analyst or I was a, advising Democrats, I would tell them that the the diehard Trump supporters, you're, you're not going to be able to reach. No. Uh, and and the diehard Democrats hopefully are going to be in in, in your pocket although they have a tendency to self-destruct. Um, but um, what you really have to go over is is that maybe 10 or twenty percent that's in the middle and uh, the people that are you know still somewhat objective and that's why I don't you know so many Democrats are saying go left and, and show your, your progressive leanings and don't be afraid to say socialism I, I don't know that that's a good idea you're going to lose that 20% that's in the middle if, if you radicalize the Democratic Party yeah. uh, they have to widen their scope a little bit and if they do that well and like I said if they get a, a dynamic candidate in there I, nothing against Joe Biden this is nothing against his age this is not ageism here what I'm talking about is a fresh face Yeah. Okay. And uh, this has nothing to do with his age as a human being, but what it has to do is he's part of that old guard with people that are are well established. It's it's just like an entertainer who uh, gets overexposed. Joe Biden is overexposed. The Clintons are overexposed. Yeah. Uh, You know, on on down the line, you could probably say the same thing at this point about Bernie Sanders. It's
0: like a political Tyler Perry movie. There's just too many of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, but, but uh, uh, going for that radical left, I don't believe, is a good idea. If you do, um, some of the things that you mentioned, I, b- I believe, Shane, about the, some of the things Bernie Sanders was saying about voting rights for people in jail, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this may or may not be a, a, a legitimate issue, depending on, on what your leanings are, but I- if you're going up against um, a, a conservative powerhouse, uh, this type of thing is not what you want to lead off with. No. That's not something that everyday Americans are really that concerned about. Uh-uh. And, it's, and that's what I mean by self-destruct. They they pick these issues that are on the fringes of anybody's ideological spectrum.
1: We don't think about that from day to day if anybody's really honest no. with themselves. I'm not saying we don't have a certain stand on it or how we feel. Yeah. But we don't sit there and say, you don't get up in the morning and say, man, I sure do hope we fix that voting rights for these convicts. I mean, we don't sit around and think yeah. about that.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, that's pretty much going to do it for our podcast this evening. Before we go, though, I know that, Shane, you wanted to talk a little bit about a project that you were working on, uh, and I'm not sure what this, hat, what this was, uh, something about soap operas?
1: I've watched British soap operas. Well, what inspired me was the show we did on Tuesday last this past week. We got to talking about it, and uh, Eagle Scout brought it up, and I said, you know what? That will make a good podcast. So what I did is I did an introduction episode where I just talked about why I, want, why I watch soaps when I started watching soaps, yada, 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 and I go into all the details. And uh, so I put it as an introduction episode. I'm going to start the actual show this Sunday. And uh, put it on Twitter and brother and this guy brother soap is a podcast they used to, they liked my tweet i had all these people so all of a sudden started liking my tweet uh, my podcast they and it's a big i do it was go, i do if i put it up i thought it was going to take off because i know over in england they talk like i've said before they take their soap opera serious over there
2: right, right.
1: so i know i'm targeting a british audience that's what i'm targeting <laughs> when I go for it. I mean if anybody else listens that's great, but I'm going I know what yeah. I'm I know what I'm trying to hit. I mean I when I do it I put I hashtag the shows the whole nine yards. So I put so it came up and not only has it taken off like that, but this soap podcast, Brother Soap, which I mean they're not doing a show this month because they're covering the uh British Awards, the Soap Opera Awards. But next yeah. month they're gonna have me on as a guest. And have me to talk with them about it now. No kidding. Yeah, no joke. That's cool. Yeah, that's no that's joke. awesome, so, man. So I was, Good for you. Man. I, was, I was like, wow. you know? Cause I was, It also backs up what we said last week on one of the podcasts we did, Game of Podcast, that what you might not listen to doesn't mean somebody else might not listen to it. Right. I'm not going to listen to a Home Depot, Home Improvement type podcast because I don't do that type of thing. But a yeah. carpenter might. Right. So you never know, you know. That's why I say it. That's why podcasting is that important. That's why that podcasting is that different from radio. Radio exactly. can't get. Gi- radio can't give you that. Podcasting right. can.
2: Exactly. Radio is casting out a wide net. Podcasting is very uh, specialized. Right. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Jack. Anything you're working on, or something you want to talk about here in closing?
0: Uh, well, I just got an interesting rage test or text from my girlfriend, <clears throat> and um, she said that her aunt on the West Coast sent her a cookbook for recipes from Ohio. And Billy, I know you've lived in Ohio all your life, like I have. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard of hot Reuben dip?
2: Uh, I gotta say no on that. Okay. Sounds interesting though.
0: Um, well, anyway, she said, "What kind of blasphemy is this? Why bother making a dip out of the ingredients? The sandwich is fine by itself." WTF. So. <laughs> So she gets Funny. really mad because, like, her favorite sandwich is the Reuben, and the Subway yeah. ruined it one time. And now she like is on a quest. Yeah, but um, but a she says for She says for F's sake, this Reuben sandwich is perfect and uh, the way it is, and there's no need to liquidize it. Damn. That's
2: <laughs> but yeah, I mean,
0: as a recipe from Ohio, I've never heard of that. Man, I've been all yeah. throughout Ohio too. Nah,
2: really? that's new one I mean. I've never heard she of that as far as fast food ones go, now obviously restaurants have really good ones, but as far as fast food ones go, has she tried the Arby's one?
0: I think she did. She said it was pretty good.
2: Yeah, it's uh, not that bad. It's no not that bad. I mean, might have to try Considering it. it's fast food, yeah. Considering right. it's fast food. Yeah, sure.
0: Oh, uh, Arby's right. is one of the only fast food restaurants she'll eat at. So. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Arby's and Taco Bell, believe it or not.
2: Arby's <laughs> and Taco Bell. Now, that's a combination. Man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know, I just I was wondering if you'd ever heard of this because supposedly no. it's an Ohio thing, and I've never heard of it. So
2: yeah no. no, I have no idea what that is. So that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, our podcast, the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth, will be back Thursday night live at eleven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, though, um, Sugar and Company, Shane's Gang, they will be on tomorrow night, Tuesday night, eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you can find them. Sugar and Company on Spreaker and listen live. Of course, you can also check them out on demand. You guys are on iTunes as well. So yes,
1: Stitcher, the whole nine yards, just about the any whole
2: nine yards.
1: just about any podcast source you can use to look up a look up a podcast. This show and that show is on.
2: So, okay, cool. Very good. All right, well, that's going to do it for tonight. This has been the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth, Monday night. Everybody have a great week. We will be back on Thursday. Have a good night.
1: Peace out. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology
2: Truths.
1: Truth, you think you can solve any problem by turning your computer off and on. Hey, man, is something wrong with your laptop? Nah, I just need to turn it off and on. It's no problem. It, it's smoking.
2: Yeah, that just means it needs to reboot. Truth. It's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. And now it's on fire. It happens all the time.
1: It's all good. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.
0: Babe, wake up. Babe. Oh, oh no, the room's on fire. woo it's uh, an alien invasion. Pew, pew. I guess I'll just eat this egg McMuffin. Huh? Is there another one? Wake up breakfast at McDonald's. Mix and match two classics for five bucks. Choose from an egg McMuffin or a sausage McMuffin with egg, each made with real butter and a freshly cracked
2: egg. Price and participation may vary. Can it be combined with any other offer? Combo meal. Limited time offer. Single item at regular price.